0: What? So this happened. I'm Rachel Vallisnor, and this is the podcast Hell is Not the End, although it feels like just the beginning sometimes. Is anything really the end, though? This podcast is meant to explore the limitless possibilities of one's own soul. Why do people do bad things? Why are there countless happenings beyond understanding? Why, when we are cautioned not to do something, do we just do it anyway? The definition of curiosity, a strong desire to know or learn something. There you have it. I will curiously explore why. Hell is not the end. So, we're here today with a special guest, Monique Vellis-Bogert. We're doing a special Halloween episode about Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. So, Monique, tell us why you're here.
1: Hi. Um. Well, I guess just to talk about my fear of of everything, how it started or whatever. Just and like a fear in with, general. Yeah, I guess it started with Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker when I was about 9 years old. Mm, so it like it's, it's been stuck in your mind. It's always been, yeah. It's, it's I mean, I I I don't know if that like started my fear of everything, but it all, it did start so young that it stuck with me. Um Because he was just a scary guy who was so close to us, like, murdering people. So close to where we lived, where we grew up. And, like, I just could not understand why they couldn't catch him. And he was just, like, out there.
0: Yeah, and he was weird, too. I feel like he didn't have an M.O. except to hurt people.
1: Yeah, there was no rhyme or reason to, you know, to who he was going to kill... It could be like a nine-year-old, like me, or oh yeah, the nine-year-old, yeah, 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 yeah. or twenty-seven. You know, yeah. It it made no sense. Man, woman, child. It didn't Mm -hmm. matter. Yeah, and he. It seemed like he would like kill the man, torture the man, and then rape the woman for hours and hours. Like he he had no fear. Mm -hmm. He had no fear. He just which gave you fear? Yeah, because he was so close to us. You know. The one was, like, early in his murderous murder spree um, was just on Eagle Rock Boulevard at Park. And, you know, we used to ride our bikes there for baseball. Yep. And, like, all the time. And we were young, and, you know, I don't know. I think that when I think about the 80s and how <laughs> young we were, like, it was not a safe place for kids and women. You are glad <laughs> to get through the 80s? I was happy to be through the 80s. <laughs> but it did start my fear, though. And you know I still lock my doors. I don't want to be the victim.
0: yeah it's so weird to me too because not not even did he have like a certain individual that he targeted he used like a variety of weapons too like nothing was yeah it was like see handguns, knives, a machete.
1: It's a like tire iron, a hammer. Deal, whatever he could get his hands on. Right,
0: totally. Like, hey, what do you have back
1: there in that laundry room? Um, Look, yeah, I do see that stick over there. Like, yeah, yeah. Use that. T-
0: yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like he had no rhyme or reason. Like, his reign of terror lasted June 1984 to August 1985. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What's, yeah, so obviously, is it... What is what is the actual incident that just you're just like, this is going to happen to me?
1: You mean with him? Yeah. Well, it was... well,
0: if he started your fear, then, like, what is that one incident that got you?
1: Well, is that old lady in Glassell Park.
0: It is that one.
1: Well, yeah, because it was so close. Oh, because of, okay, so because of proximity, not the brutality or both? I guess at the, both, I guess, at the time. But, you know, I was like 9 or 10 or something. I cannot believe so I we played like... baseball at Glassell Park. I know. And that mom would just let us ride our bikes through freaking Highland Park.
0: I know, and I totally thought about that time when we were driving by the AMPM and that car hit me, and I was like, "What?" I know, and like nobody stopped or anything, we, we and I was didn't just have, like, "Dude, like, cell
1: phones, we yeah. had nothing. We were just just riding our bikes through." Yeah,
0: and to be oh. fair, I kicked his bumper as he drove away. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. I feel like nobody cared. Oh, it's okay. It's explicit. You can. Test. Oh, I was like. Didn't have right. bad words. To yeah. yeah, no, I put bad
1: words on there in case. Yeah, I don't usually, but I mean, if I want to, I will. Well, and then yeah, so I think about that a lot, and then like I don't let Mike, I don't like my kids to walk down anywhere.
0: I know, <laughs> I get so I'm so glad um,
1: AJ drives now because he's like he's protected. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Even with Riley going to Craig, I'm like, well, let me know when you get there. Exactly. But yeah, At least so that's a straight shot, you
0: know. Yeah, no, that's true. But still, like, it's it's a brutality that you have no control
1: over whatsoever. When I think about what you know, where we lived, it was you know kind of hidden. So you well, really have to yeah, seek it out. yeah, we lived up out. on a hill, and you had to you would have to know where we were. Yeah, you'd have to look for it. Yeah, um, but like these people who even when it did start still weren't locking their doors and he was just like so creepy.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So creepy. And then he got like so weirdly sick at the end, which, you know, I'm happy about, Mm. you know, but I mean, I don't know. That's totally karma the way he had that lymphoma and he just looked like he was, he looked like like in jail. Yeah. He looked like he was dead like a year before he died. He was so not great. You know what? Well, yeah, good. Well, you know what really makes me mad is that these people that brutalize and stalk... And, like, he didn't kill everybody, but he certainly... Like, he got 19 death sentences, right? Yeah. And he had, like... I'm sure he... What he got in trouble for, he did way more. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He had to have. And... But I just... Uh, who does that kind of stuff? How can... 20. I just don't. Oh. I just don't get the um, how he got away with it for so long, and how how there were so many. Well, that's
1: that. You know, every it's almost like every night or once a week or something like. Well, and, you know, I was a kid, so I don't know. That's how I felt it was it too. I felt brain, like it was every I felt day like something happened. Always on the news. Yeah, that's how every, I felt too. Every day, Glendale, Burbank, yeah. Arcadia. Uh huh. You know, that's all like around us. Mm-hmm. Like, go away. Like, uh, totally. Why are you still here? I know. That's Cause why. he I... can, because he can.
0: Well, right. And it, it kind of is like he was hiding in plain sight. You know, like the, like, just like the Golden State Killer where he kind of moved around a little bit where he went to Northern California yeah. and he just kind of moved around to try and not to, to, I'm guessing to avoid detection, right? But I this dude was he... hiding in plain sight.
1: I feel like. You know, with the Golden State Killer, that's different. He was a smart dude. I don't really see Richard Ramirez as, as being smart, that smart. <laughs> just brutal, brutal, and cruel. He, just, he kept getting away with it, so he's like, "Well, I'm going to keep doing it."
0: Yeah, and not that this matters at all, but he did have kind of a bad upbringing.
1: Well, yeah, but and, since doesn't everybody?
0: Well, correct, and we it's don't easy. And we killed. don't all choose to kill or rape right. or brutalize other humans, right? I think our... I don't know. And I don't think he was smart by any chance. Oh shoot! I totally forgot my point about the like the stuff like. So like he even, pretty sure he like gets married. In jail. Yeah. Yeah. Who don't they all though? Does
1: that? Always.
0: Why would cool you want them. to marry a murdering rapist? Because there's obviously something wrong with you. Yeah, I was going to say, what is the. We had to have an interview like that of somebody who thinks it like no, no, I believe him. He's innocent. Well, he never protested innocence, right? So it's not like that. He pled guilty to all that stuff. So it's not like so. But it makes me wonder the people that flock to you in the prison. Oh,
1: because oh, he's available. Well, and Why, why do you care? And he like my thought goes to. He's not even good looking. No, he's seriously, ugly. Ugh. Like, he looks I like something stuck so to the bottom of your shoe. He's ugh. nasty. He's gross. Ew. And you know, and a lot of those, you know, pe- like the like I guess it was maybe the people who got away from him. They would talk about how smelly he was yeah. and how nasty he was, and I just ugh, can't even imagine. And then, <laughs> yeah, he goes to jail, and there, you know, there's creepy. Women who are like, oh my god, I'm going to marry you. I love you so much.
0: What? What?
1: Maybe he took showers in prison. Maybe he smelled less yeah, bad. But he, they couldn't even get to him. That's, maybe that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell totally. her You're famous. Make me famous. Yeah. Would well, you want
0: to be known for somebody who married a murderer? And a rapist?
1: And somebody who was well, just gross? I guess. Why would you do it? I don't that's know. Not.
0: That's what I'm asking. I feel like, remember, a-
1: like, I tell this story to my kids... That, uh, you know, when we were in elementary school, there was a girl with the last name Ramirez in my class. Oh, yeah,
0: and you were afraid of her?
1: And I was all like...
0: You're not related, are you?
1: Like, if she came near me, I would, like, bypass. I would, like, run, maybe trip over someone to get away from her. Did you ever tell mom? Cause maybe
0: mom? Because maybe she would have been like, um, just because they have the same last name doesn't mean it's association. I don't
1: know. I mean, probably not. I don't think there were a lot of things... That Probably told her,
0: yeah, okay, um, well, um, you have a funny story for us, I do, <laughs> um, so and this this all relates to the fear of that somebody else can put on you, not to mention Richard Ramirez but this is like a a well, real fear, and like another thing that happened in the
1: eighties, go, well, yeah, like I said, I think the eighties were just rough, a little messed all up. around, um but. So we had, um, a guy call us practically every day for years and he would say really sexually explicit things to us. We were young, eight, nine, 10, something like that. And it was like every day for years. And, um, you know, and then you mentioned that I started talking back at some point cause I would just be like, what is wrong with you? Why are you, you know, I'm 10 years old or something, you know, after, You know, it. I I know you never said that,
0: but I know you were thinking
1: it. Yeah, and like I think my mom talked to him, and my mother would not, our mother would not change the phone number because she liked the phone number, and I'm like thinking back, like why would you torture your kids that way? (laughs) Like if my kid, like I, Uh, no,
0: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they had this fear that like what what else? You already have a you know unhappy childhood. What else can be done to you? I'm not changing my channel. My my channel. <laughs>
1: yeah, my phone number. I just need that phone number. Yeah. It's such a great phone number.
0: Yeah. And just so it's, you all know, I hung up on this person. I would never talk because I was like, no.
1: It just was like <laughs> every day. I mean it was and I, I think I remember like it sort of tapered off for a bit.
0: But it's scary to think about the time frame though, because thinking back, I really don't know how long it lasted.
1: It could have been years. It was a couple years, but I remember towards the end it tapered off. And I, I remember one time he finally Maybe it's called he, again and I was like, Are you kidding me? You
0: maybe he got arrested someone else? Maybe
1: he got arrested for for obscene phone. Calls.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we weren't the only ones. No. Of course not.
1: Oh my god. But Did he terrible. sound
0: like he was doing anything of quality in his life? I
1: know. Just calling to torture little girls. I have nothing better
0: things. to do, blah blah blah.
1: Oh my god. It was terrible. Yeah. So yeah, that all happened kinda of around the same time. Um So yeah, it it, it makes total sense that I was afraid of the dark. You know, enter uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, (laughs) all this a a lot of things happened around that age for us, and it's like
0: no, totally. And you take like a stalker, psycho killer, in this environment that just kind of kills whoever they want and tortures whoever they want. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, these movies are portraying what you thought was happening in real life, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, what did, yeah, when did, like, 84, something like that?
1: Yeah, I think I like it was all so. around this
0: It did feel time. like it was the same time.
1: Yeah, but, but you um, know, we didn't, I guess, you know, we didn't think it was anything weird. Mm-hmm. It was just how it was. And then, well. Come to find out, a lot of people aren't grow, don't grow up that way weird right
0: oh my god that's so weird and then the, there was that one time we went away for camp um to Hatchabee for like a a week yeah. and do you remember that it freaked you out so you went to the infirmary because you didn't want to deal with other people
1: well no but also or were you I, afraid were that jason was going to get you there were reasons because like i don't know if you remember but like two or three of the counselors all like within like the first day i think it was like four day thing or something they all um had things happen. Remember the slip and slide guy? No, 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 no. I still have nightmares about that. And then, like, I remember one of the teachers. Like, uh, the I was just gonna like, say, I totally remember the slip and
0: slide. Who oh. puts it that close to, like, a, like well, a sprinkler system? <laughs> so, so this scared. this counselor, <laughs> like was, how old was this guy? He went down the slip well, and slide. We were kids, so. And the sprinkler. Guts him in the side, mm-hmm. and he's just his, bleeding. like bleeding. The fat, like his innards oh, was out, yeah. was and he sad. was he was like a fit guy too. Yeah, so it's like um, it's not like it got anything, but I mean, like he was bleeding in front of us. That was our camp experience: bleeding in front of us
1: at camp counselor. Darkness, Hello. darkness, and night and camping. Especially when I was a kid, was rough. Yeah, didn't happen often, thankfully. Yeah. But you know, Corey asked me too. And this is really beside the point. She's like, where were you when the Challenger exploded? And I was like, oh, I was at this weird camp. And we were all standing in the cafeteria watching, and we were like, what? This is a joke. And she said that one of her teachers said to her that every person will remember where they were when the Challenger exploded and where they were when... 9-11. 9-11, yeah.
0: Totally. I remember. So she's learning about these things, but anyway... JFK was before our time, so we wouldn't remember where we were. Because we weren't existing then.
1: I see the picture a lot, though.
0: I know, but people talk about that too, like in movies and stuff, whatever. But yeah, but how horrifying is it the one time you go away to camp? And do you remember the bus broke down for like
1: four hours before? And it was hot Mm -hmm. and sticky and scary because I didn't know where we were going. Right. I know. know. My mom would do that to me. I know
0: right, so we we go away that's like a couple hours away, but it's even longer because you get stuck, and then you watch all these things happen to camp counselors that only happen in movies, or so you think Friday the thirteenth yeah, totally, yeah, no wonder you were afraid of that movie for I so know. long <laughs> she likes the remake though people
1: yeah. it's I realize when you know when you're ten years old, it seems scary, but when you're you know, 30-something. It's not as scary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember just staring at him, though. <laughs> He's, like, in front of me, and I was like, ugh. He was scary. Our parents were great. And I was like, I don't think you have enough Band-Aids for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you mean the counselor? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that was, yeah.
0: That was, oh. I was right in front of him. I was horrified. That was, an, oh, man, that was nasty. And, and weren't all your letters home to mom? Pick me up now.
1: Yes, I want to go home. Pick
0: me up. Even though it you know, didn't get there that fast. But
1: I know. They probably got there after we got back.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that week went on for four weeks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny.
1: Yeah. So So all this and stuff there, has contributed
0: yeah. to this horrific fear in your life.
1: Yeah. I mean, it started with him. It started with Richard Ramirez. I feel like I it know. did.
0: That's why I felt like it was so important to do this episode. Yeah. Because, yeah.
1: It definitely started with him and... Well, it hasn't ended, so. Well, no, <laughs> I'm a little bit more I'm not as scared anymore. I just know my surroundings. Yeah. And I know I try to teach my kids to know their surroundings, pay attention, you know, because you know, where we live, things people think that things can't happen and I'm like, well, you could eventually and you know, just don't be the victim.
0: Mhm. Yeah, no, totally. Knowing your surroundings is very important. It always has been. Lock your doors when you can. Obviously, don't lock your the people out of your life. Not like that. But yeah, I no. I didn't mean it like that. But I had to um, also mention this one story where Monique would, uh, wouldn't want to walk outside at night. But she's oh. a nightmare to walk with. <laughs> Even if we had lights, she'd be like every night, what's that? What's that? What's yeah. that? And this went on like every day, like when we uh, lived in. Yeah, when we lived close. Yeah. And it was... It was always hilarious to me because I'm like, why are we walking? Why do you want to walk? <laughs> like, you're afraid of everything. But, yeah, and that has been, like, 20 years. So, like, I, she's gotten over that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm a lot better.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that is good. Um, <laughs> dude, what else? Um, I feel like this feels like therapy. So, yeah. what else? Um did you want to say about not even, not even so much Richard Ramirez, even though that was like our focus, but like, what else do you think contributed to this fear? Like, it's like, are you just now, or does it just feel like self-awareness now? Maybe, maybe you needed to go through that fear to like, become like, dude, I'm going to be fine. As long as I watch my surroundings and know everything, like I mean, how do you how do you feel about this fear now?
1: Well, obviously it's not as bad. Um, I just yeah, maybe it just it contributed to me like not being as scared anymore. Um, darkness, I I am good because I can walk my dogs in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, by yourself? Yeah, but like I don't. But then also, um, you know, since there was a bear in our driveway. A couple weeks ago, I'm afraid to go we out live in the nights. wildlife,
0: we have um, wild animals. Okay. I
1: was like, okay, so I we still have the ring though, so I'm like, oh, yeah, right. happens to me, it'll be on camera. Yeah,
0: <laughs> when you said the ring, that made me think of the movie and how you, yeah, oh, that no, one time you freaked out one. when Riley oh, was a baby. Hilarious for me, so that
1: fear went for a long, long time, like, yeah, that. Um, but yeah, so um, definitely helped me just to know. My surroundings, and just know that not everything out there is is out to get me.
0: That's true. You have to find some kind of um, comfort and quality of life, and not let yeah. your life be run by fear. Doesn't mean we're not curious about this stuff, or else you know we wouldn't even be talking about this.
1: Well, there's kind of a funny thing there. Uh, the court, like, I, my fear is not like gone to my kids. Like, they. They're like, oh, my God, Mom. But there's one thing, like I always say, if if, if I call and they don't answer, um, I think you're dead. <laughs> so please call me back or pick up an answer. And so Corey has done that with her friends now. <laughs> she said, told me the other day, she's like, thanks, Mom, because uh, my friend didn't call me back, and I said to him, I thought you were dead.
0: <laughs> well, do you have to go right to you're dead? Please. I just <laughs> be like, hey, I'm
1: worried. Hey, mm. hey this is how it rolls okay so um yeah so do we have more
0: time so so so, okay so not not really like delving into let's go back to richard ramirez yeah not like we're delving into his um i don't want to create any sympathy for him because he had such a horrible childhood and like you said who didn't but like what do you find the most fascinating about the story i feel like the capture is
1: well, and that's what I was gonna say if we talk about the capture mm. because um he still thought he was gonna get away mm-hmm. and I, you know it's so funny that I guess like these women saw him and they were like, "Whoa, I think that's him, yeah, and they started screaming, and everyone uh, you know people started hearing, and everyone started running he tried to run, but
0: yeah, almost like a vigilante situation, right where like yeah, like the, the, mm-hmm. the people like came together as a community. On this block, and they're like, um, no, that dude's... You're not allowed here. He's been terrorizing. <laughs> You're not
1: allowed But that allowed. was Arizona, though, too, right? Wasn't even California. Yeah, he went to um, visit his brother in Arizona. Yeah. So, like, I'm glad they were paying attention.
0: Uh, <laughs> another state, you mean? <laughs> yeah, another state. <laughs> You're like, Arizona, wait. thank you. Yeah,
1: no, totally. Yeah,
0: no, I think about... It's really hard not to um it just goes to show and you know how like sometimes they always say like they always make fun about how like if you have a concussion early as a child it oh, like yeah. you know like the the it, it contributes yeah. to like your brain processing and there's something not right mm-hmm. or if you're adopted or whatever like this none of this was his case like I mean he no. had an older cousin that um shared horrible gory Vietnam stories and taught him how to He's, he described it as, um, stealthily killing. And then he had a brother-in-law that was a peeping Tom and helped him to stalk people through windows. But he was still like 10,
1: 12 or something.
0: He was young, like 13 and under. It was like 10 to 13 of this time frame because, um, you know, the cousin kills his wife in front of him. He goes to jail for a touch and he, but he is released from, um. Not guilty by reason of insanity. But then he goes... The the cousin. The the cousin. cousin. And then he goes back and he tells him all his... How he needs to progress in his... um, In his brutalizing somebody. So, but... I know, but at such a young age, to being taught this stuff is really creepy. But... Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's... So don't say that for sympathy. It's just... I mean, it could go either way.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: like when people are like, well, this is why, and this is why, and this is why, but maybe, maybe it was just in his brain chemistry. We don't know.
1: Well, I think so. Had to have been.
0: Well, and his father was like a drunken alcoholic, abusive alcoholic.
1: Well, that's another thing is like, when you think back to the 70s, 80s, 60s, like, those parents, they didn't care. They just did whatever they want. They treated their kids however they wanted because they could.
0: Well, it you know? also Well, I was going to say that's what contributes to the. It's like the helicopter parents nowadays. Oh yeah. They don't want anything to happen. Then you got the parents that are teaching their kids to be entitled. Mm-hmm. And then we, and then we're that generation that got hit and tried not to hit our own generation. Yeah. So it's like you know you're trying to work on that you know.
1: Yeah, you try, You always try to. I mean, yeah, it's a choice. I mean, maybe not a conscious conscious choice, if you were abused as a kid. To um, not abuse, not abuse, but like you know, you, you you can keep those habits going and going and going. Like you know, I have anger issues, and uh, but you know, I've never hit my kid, but you know, I've gotten mad. <laughs> I pinched pinched him once. <laughs> Right, I was like, "Oh my God!" Stop no crying. wonder they
0: pinched me. <laughs> <know>. Jesus. <Jeez>, uh. <laughs> no.
1: But yeah, it's, it's maybe not a conscious cho- conscious choice to not continue a cycle of abuse, but you can work at it.
0: Yeah, well, this is really important because I feel like you need to figure out. Obviously, we have fear, and this this episode is the fear because we're trying to figure out where your fear. Came from, and how it like kind of shaped you because well, like you still ha- kind of have it.
1: This is like the first one I remember. Like right, like I I don't know that if there were not things ahead of time, uh, okay. before that. But okay. you know, when I was younger then. Who remembers things when you're eight? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but
0: this I think it's I think it's important because not only because we talk about why people do bad things all the time, right? <laughs> And the people that are affected by the bad things, I think it's important to give them a voice too. Yeah. So, agreed. Okay, so, but I want to say thank you so much for coming on. So, if you guys hadn't figured out, Monique Veles Bogart is my sister, and she (laughs) has been my special guest. (laughs) And special thanks to her for coming on and sharing her fear with us because I think it's important.
1: Well, you're welcome. It's nice to talk about, actually
0: right like therapy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, well, make sure you um come back and revisit with us cuz like what was your other topic that you thought maybe?
1: Oh, another one that fascinates me uh but not like I mean, they just killed their parents. So,
0: you know, oh, the Menendez Menendez brothers. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, right, okay. Well, okay, we'll say that for another time,
0: but yeah. Okay. But anyways, like I said, thank you so much and um You're welcome. this is our special Halloween episode. I thought that the fear of Richard Ramirez would, the Night Stalker, bring on some Halloween fun. My hope is that no one has to live in fear, ever. As always, I will never give up and read the signs. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Rachel Velasnor, and this is the podcast, Hell is Not the End. (laughs)